0: Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash share a wise word or two.
1: He's a technical whiz. Some
0: say he was born in Cornwall, while some say that he's on a journey. It's The Journey. And here's your host, David
1: Hackett.
0: Joining me today on The Journey is an author and founder of a book called I Spark Change. He taught others how to create an incredible future by unlocking their amazing potential and sparking and change in the world. Welcome to the journey, Rick. Hi, Rick.
1: Hi, David. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, now, tell us how you started to be where you are now.
1: Well, that's that's definitely a journey, you know. For uh, if you'll forgive the pun, but I my my journey started on you know to get to where I am in my latest capacity, you know, as an author and, and writer and and the founder of Ispark Change. But that started 20 years ago, really, when I was in a major car accident with my wife and my two young daughters on board, and where we all nearly died. We should have been killed according to witnesses and the, the severity of the accident, but miraculously we were spared and uh, we survived um, after. I mean, I'll just tell you a quick story. So we're driving along the freeway in Los Angeles and it started to rain for the first time in a long time, you know, the saying it never rains in Southern California. So it started to rain and I was very cautious. My wife had said, "Be, be careful about, um, driving. And so I, was, I wasn't going very fast, but uh, the water was, it was raining really hard. And so the freeway, the water was collecting on the freeway and I started to hydroplane and I lost control and I spun uh, three directions towards the center divider, didn't hit anyone else, spun, tried to correct and spun back across the four lanes, the opposite direction, avoided everyone again. And then <laughs> went onto the shoulder, up a dirt embankment, hit a brick wall, and flipped over and landed back on the wheels. And as I said, witnesses said it was the most amazing thing they'd ever seen in person. And the car was totaled. The windshield was smashed. The hood was smushed down. The right side was smashed. But all of us were completely unharmed. I mean, not a scratch. And my daughters were asleep. They woke up screaming. They were one and, and four. And they woke up just kind of crying and and as we got out um my wife was sitting there on the side of the road um with a a, a witness that stopped by and they put a blanket around her and she's crying and holding my daughters and i remember just thanking god and thinking you know that we were spared in some way that we didn't it wasn't our time and my mother uh who's real spiritual said, well, you definitely had your guardian angel there protecting you at that time. And it caused me to reflect on my life and what was important. And I I wrote what I called a to-do list for every day of things that I wanted to focus on for my life. And these were things like being grateful and living every day like it was the last one that you may have on this earth. And I tried to kind of embody that over the years, but it was kind of a rough road for me, you know, like you said, the journey, it's just, it's not always smooth. And, and then last year, when we were in the pandemic, and around exactly at this time last year, when um, things had shut down, and I had lost a bunch of clients from my business, and it was, uh, things weren't going very well, I started to get depressed and anxious. And, and then I found my list and decided, look, you're not living these You're not living this way. You need to do better. And I wrote a blog about using the pandemic as a time of opportunity. And then I decided to take my own advice. And I wrote my book, uh, 12 Hours of Heaven, Lessons for a Better World, which I ended up writing it in under three months. And at the time I was writing the book, I became very spiritually connected and i felt i was receiving a divine inspiration and and thought it was a i had this calling this deeper calling and that's when i decided to create i spark change to create this uh, movement this community of individuals to spread positive change around the world mm. and that's been what i've been working on uh, since last um well since last year since last october
0: yeah i get that because um I'm a spiritual person by art. And when my late grandparents died, my grandfather died first, and then like five, six, so many years later, I forgot how many years difference later, I think it was seven years difference later. My nan was talking to me, and she said, You're always good on the computer, do something good on the computer. And I just laughed off, saying, Nah, I can't do anything. And I always assumed that she meant do something on the computer, as in, Fix computers. Now, I write a blog. I started that blog after my nan died. I've got a reach of however many people now. And I think I've helped people on their computer because I help people feel inspired by reading what I find in my journey. Now, at the time, my blog, and it's still called what it's called Now, it was called Wise Words for You. When I became with my wife, it became White Wolf Inspirations and Wise nice Words for You. But I feel privileged to have made an innocent journal, as it was at the beginning, to something that is reached globally by people reading it and just being inspired. And it, my blog, I met is random because I talk about technology. I talk about quotes. Now your blog and your story, you know story, you know your book. Is it like a journal? Is it like a diary or is it just everything into one where you want people to feel understanding where you came from?
1: You know it, it's it's a little bit different. So my, my book is actually and most people are surprised by this after they know you know what I, I went through and what inspired my writing, but my book is actually a fictional story. And it's a fictional story about an angel that is sent down from heaven and he's on his own journey and he um, finds himself trapped in an elevator with 10 people and they're trapped for 12 hours. And during those 12 hours, he helps them all through some of the biggest challenges that they have in their lives. And where the story came to me is after my accident, when I was in that time of reflection and I was thinking about what my mother had said about a guardian angel I was reflecting and thinking on that. And I would pray about that a lot and think about that. And then one day it just hit me. That story came into my head, like a movie. I just saw it so vivid and clear as a movie. And I said, you know, I really need to write this down and I need to write it, you know, write it as a book or a screenplay or something at that time. And I wrote about a page, and this was, you know, I was a much younger guy, and I wrote it about a page, and I I never did anything with it, you know, it went in some computer somewhere, and I typed it, and I forgot about it, and as I said, you know, my own journey of life went along, and it wasn't until last year that I said, look, I need to, I really need to write this story. And in the story, um, it is a fictional story, but the lessons for a better world, those are lessons that is essentially that I've learned along the way that I've learned in in my journey and I've learned through life that I, those are my wise words, if you will, that I'm trying to share with others um, to, you know, impart some wisdom or some inspiration for them.
0: I really like that because sharing wisdom, even if it's shared from someone else and it's a collective wisdom, it's always one wisdom that comes together. So your wisdom and your wife's wisdom together has made this in ultimately, in my opinion, a strong journey for you because you're helping people grow and that is what it's about as well. I can see it's about growth. Yeah. And, And growth in a person if no one knows about, don't always know about it because they just think, oh, I'm just doing this, I'm just doing that but every day is different. And that is about growing, because you have to do things different every day. It can't be all one structure. Okay, today I'm doing this. Tomorrow I'm doing the same thing. The next day I'm doing the same thing. It's got to be different. So when you experienced your accident, everyone has accident. I'm not saying that in an harsh way, but I feel like it was part of being... You where you are now you had to have something to push you towards that and I find that amazing yeah thank you you. because I can see and I haven't read the book so I can't say it myself but it just feels like okay I want people to see it this is how life is we've got to live for today not for tomorrow and that's what I think long term in my opinion, Gladstone, I've got no script for anything. You can see, okay, this is how life is. We got this, and you've heard us Latin saying, haven't you? Carpe diem. You got to carpe diem. Seize mm-hmm. the day. Seize the moment. Yeah, it's
1: it's so very true because that was probably the strongest um, thing that resonated me right after resonated with me right after the accident. Immediately following is that you have to seize the day because in an instant your your life can be over and and you don't want to have any regrets and I was reading some statistics the other day that are that studies in the US and in the UK and and they've shown that um, they've surveyed thousands of people and that almost seventy percent of people wish they had done one thing or wish they had chosen a different career or wish they had had fulfilled a dream that they they didn't fulfill in their lives and I never wanted to live that way I never wanted to get to to the end and say oh if I had only done this or if I had only done that and, and you know it took me a long time to kind of go through the journey but that's what I'm trying to do now like you said is I'm trying to show others that they can grow they can change it's never too late to, to change and no matter where you are in your life that you, you can grow and that, that there, things can be better. You you don't have to kind of go with the, just the status quo. Oh, it's just, Oh, it's, it's okay. I, I'm okay. Everything's okay. But that, you know, greatness could be just a one, one step away or, or some change for to make you know lives just so much better could be just right around the corner.
0: Yeah. So, You've observed myself, I'm a British living in America. Now, I seized the day. I decided to take the jump and leave England. You know, I met my wife online. You know, at the time she was a girlfriend, fiancé, whatever you want to call her. I said I wanted to meet her. Within a year of knowing her, we had to know each other. We couldn't just say jump in the deep end. She said, come and meet me in America. And I was like... <laughs> because the furthest I've been by myself independently is France <laughs> sure. so America is a different ball game for myself and I came to America and I was daunted by the fact by travelling 3,500 miles away and then I was with her, I came up to her birthday I said Let's get married. Let's see how easy it is to get married. So she said, Okay. And we found out we could get the license and we could get married pretty much as soon as we had that license. And I thought mm-hmm. okay, it's your birthday. We got a couple of numbers. Let's see if it can be done today. She said, Really? I said, Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> on that on you know, on her birthday, on four years ago, I actually got married to her.
1: Wow. That's a, that's a really cool story. I, I, you know, especially like you said, you just took the, you said, why not? And you traveled yes. across the world and, and then, Oh, why not on your birthday? Why not? Let's just get married. Well, that's no, very cool.
0: well, I told her it's good to be on her birthday. Because I said, it's no excuse for getting married. But the saddest thing was my journey wasn't still complete. Yes. I found my wife. I found happiness but I had to go back to England I couldn't stay in America just on that off chance I had to go back and start immigration I couldn't just stay and immigrate I had to go back and you know effectively go through the chains and loopholes to make it legal because I wanted to be here for the right reasons so yeah. immigration was another year Of not being with my wife. Yes, I had FaceTime. I had the phone where I could message you. Luckily, I message, and iPhone phone allows you to do both for free. But that was difficult. That year, not being with her was difficult. Even herself would admit that was a difficult year. Because where I was, I shouldn't have been. I should have been with her. But there was barriers that were stopping me at the, you know, in that year, trying to stop me because they thought it wouldn't be good for me. And I'm thinking, my life, my journey. Do I interfere in your life? And I don't know about you. Have you had anyone telling you don't do this, don't do that? Throughout the
1: years, yes. Yeah, throughout the years. And, and I think that's one of the big reasons why people don't change is because a lot of times there's others around them that are so comfortable that they don't want to. They're afraid that, that they're going to, their loved one is going to get hurt or they're going to, you know, they're going to fail. And, and what I've learned over the years is that failure is the greatest possible teacher that you can have because it's only by taking those chances and, and failing that you, you do, you know, you, you do these changes and I'll tell you an interesting thing about my latest journey with the book is that I I shared with my family, only my immediate family with my wife and my daughters that I, they, they're the only ones that knew I was writing. Nobody else knew I was, I was writing. And and I I don't know if I did that because I, I was afraid of what people would say, or I was afraid that people would tell me not to, or people would ask about it when I, I wasn't ready or, Anything and so I kept everything super private um, the whole time and I, I I would tell my my wife oh yeah I had a good day writing but I didn't give a lot of information and then when I when I got in the about halfway through my writing I got really spiritually connected and that's where I felt I was just like the story was pouring you know through me and I was just typing and I went from writing 750 words a day to 2,000 in a couple hours and you're a writer so you know you know what that's like but. Um, but during that time I didn't share with anyone. And, and, and again, I I don't know if I, I didn't share any with anyone about what was going on because it felt so personal and so private and spiritual that I wanted to keep it to myself. Um, and again, maybe, maybe I was fearful of, of what they would say that I would be judged or that I would, you know, they would think I was crazy because I was having dreams and visions and all sorts of things, or maybe, they would have accepted it. I don't know, but I, I kept it private. And then when I finally finished, then I felt this big urge to share with everybody. I felt this compelling desire to like share with everyone. And I made a video and I started putting posts on social media and all this stuff just to share. And then the response was very positive at that point. The response was was great. Um, so it was very gratifying. But, but still, there was those even afterward that were kind of like, oh, well, Okay, you want to create this this change movement? Yeah, that's great, and I, I'm so excited about it, and I want it to change the world. And they're just kind of like, eh, yeah, that's nice. And some people close to me, so that was that was definitely a little challenging um, for me. But it didn't it didn't stop me. You know, it just kind of, I guess, pushes me to keep doing it.
0: it grew in you, and you grew strength from it. So how I can see it and thats That is yes. a great, that. You have to be. It's your little... I know you've got two daughters now, but it's like having another little baby. Your own little... net, You know, you're nesting the little baby that you want to mature. You want to expand and make positive for the future. So you have to make it something that's good. You can't just make it, OK, I've done it, I've thought about it. Do, 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 do. It's done. It takes time, I believe, because you know, the saying goes, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm -hmm. So you had to make sure it was ready, you had to perfect it, and even now I would assume you're still perfecting it because (laughs) it's the perfect mould, but that mould has to change. You have to acclimatise to that certain, like, next week something can change again, so you make it adaptable for what happens next week next week month you could change again so
1: yeah yeah it's very true it's it's constant change which it's perfect that the name is icepark change because i am constantly adapting and changing and having to change what i work on and what i'm doing and trying to spread the message and trying to grow the community and and it's it's immensely difficult <laughs> it's it's a it's it's very difficult, um, you know, as you know, with having a blog to get people to follow and subscribe and you know all that. It's just a slow process, and um, but I continue to to chip away, continue to to work at it and, and evolve and change on my own.
0: So, let's talk about iSpark Change now. Where did the name come from? Was that just because you wanted to spark change and so on, or was it just a random name that came into mind? Yeah, it, it came.
1: I had a I had a dream about it. So when I when I was towards the end of writing my book and I was um, in that spiritual time writing really well, I in the book I talk about the the people in the elevator. I talk about a few different characters about sparking change. And that's where I had a dream about creating this this community, this movement of people that will, will spark change. And then it evolved a little bit. I, I, I thought originally about, you know, be a spark for change or this or that. And then I came with, oh, well, it, it, it starts with each person. So it starts with the individual. So that's where I Spark Change came from. Because if, if you want to truly change, then it has to start with with yourself. You have to start with... Change yourself and your own actions, and that's where the uh, that's how the name
0: evolved. Hmm. I like it because it's so positive. Like I said, I've read about it because you've shown me the information. I haven't got it in front of me now, so what I'm saying to you is literally from my peer. <laughs> <laughs> this is me really sparking my change because ten years ago I would have had. 10 a dozen papers. Yes, I do have paperwork sometimes and I do interviews, but I feel it's more natural to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I gather you're a strong person, you're a willing person, you're a determined person. And that is a real inspiration. And I hope people do spark change in something. You know, it, not just one person, hundreds of people I've yeah. um, been an author and talking about this elevator with 10 people inside it's amazing as well because you do hear of these, and this, your one's unique because it's an elevator, but you do hear of random people gathering yeah. together. And out of those random people, I say five in this case to make it less copyright of your book, but you got five people, at least one of them will do something different, and each one will. Do something different for the earth. So so I can imagine you are doing what you're doing now. You're the start of it. You're the, and I'm saying the American way, the route of everything, you know, the bottom of everything. You're the foundation. And that is what is strong. You've got people linking off you, you've got your connections you want to build people to be strong just like you have been you want them to build their own trees their own branches yeah and i like that really i do
1: yeah thank you thank you david because that that's what that that's part of my whole goal is that people will you know that that one every action that they're doing positive change, that it has a ripple effect, that it it grows. It grows, like you said, like it grows into and evolves into other things. So they, they do one thing and then they decide to do another, and then they, they, they start something on their own. And I I was, I was inspired when I was writing because my my nephew, um, his name is Zach in, in South Carolina, just at the age of 17, he started his own nonprofit. He started his own nonprofit to, um, The July Eighth Project to, in uh, memory of his mother, my sister, who um, who had committed suicide in um, when he was just a little baby in two thousand and four, and he didn't want to. He wanted a a happy way, a positive way to remember her. So it wasn't just about you know that's the day she killed herself. So and it was July Eighth. So he created this July Eighth Project to serve others to go feed the homeless to go uh, volunteer at a at an orphanage and you know a, a young a home for young children and to do this day of service and to spread all this positivity and and love and service and that he did that right as I was coming to the end of my book right as I was coming to the end of my book and I was like this is a perfect example of you know what you're saying of someone that is, is, you know, they're inspired and they, they take off and they start doing their own, you know, their own tree, their own branches, and they start growing, you know, their own wonderful thing that, uh, you know, still t- today, I mean, it's, it's still growing it and, and working on all those things. And that's what I hope is that lots of people will do that. They'll start different uh, movements and evolve and grow and just start spreading change. I mean, I want it to go all across the world, um, you know, to reach millions.
0: And I will share the description in the fit underneath I point underneath when and for, that's for YouTube and I'll share it orderly in the description I was when I do the podcast. So people will see it in both descriptions on the YouTube as well as the So we spoke about where you started, where you are now. Um I will say even now, how has Covid affected you in this?
1: Well, COVID was, a, it was a big part of my inspiration when I started. So when I, when I started, if we hadn't, if we didn't have to go in quarantine and, and be in, you know, in lockdown, then I probably wouldn't have even written my book. I, or, or maybe I'd still be writing or I wouldn't be finished because I didn't have the time. COVID actually gave me the time by virtue of my work slowing down. It gave me the time to say, hey, I'm going to use this time and, and write. I had been thinking about writing, but I had been thinking about it for a couple of years and I still hadn't started. And so that was the, the driving factor. Oh, now you have time. So go ahead and use it. And then since then, it's given me, you know, with, with again, the time of, of having extra time from working from home and everything that, that's allowed me to help grow I Spark change, and, and to build it. Um, and, and I try to you know, I, I, share videos and inspirational things online to try to, um, to show people that, you know, they, they're not isolated, for example, even if they're, they're stuck inside or they haven't contact, you know, connected with others that they're not isolated. Um, mm. as an example, March is optimism month. So I've been sharing things for optimism month all month long to show that, you know, that there's ways to be, to be optimistic and you know, it's good for your health and, and so forth. But, um, I try not to let it have any type of negative effect. I try to use it as a as a positive effect for what I'm doing.
0: That's how I started the podcast and developed the YouTube further. Before, YouTube was just a recreational place where we randomly put up videos of me and my wife just going into a local you know, forest, a country park or uh, colouring in. But then I thought... And that podcast, I've listened to enough podcasts in my life, so I thought I had to develop the two together, and Zoom took off in a big way. So it started offering, record your Zooms and it will take your audio, and I thought, it does your audio, it does your videos. Why not do the two together and make a visual, so people can see it's real, as well as audio? So that's where the idea... And I started investigating, and I say investigate because that sounds the best way to, to talk about it. But dive into people's lives, find out what makes that person unique. And you've heard it yourself: the journey. Everyone's journey is different. My, you know, if you look how it is, you're one person. You're stuck at a crossroads. Which way would you go? Left, right, straight, forward? You know, bad. You know. So that's where my idea came from. That was came out of COVID. I, did, I haven't suffered from COVID, but for so so long, I've been in the same routine day in, day out. And I'm thinking, I wasn't getting anywhere. Now, I admit, I'm still in my infancy. I've done 17 interviews, 18 interviews. But that's a small percentage, if you get what I'm saying. It's just... And for people on podcast, I'm just describing with my hand, it's very little because you've got to get the right niche. You've got to find the right market. It's the same with writing. You've got to find the right market. You can't just go in and expect people to be, oh, yeah, okay. You've got to find. So me talking to Susie Quattro, a singer, this week, Kath, You know, on Thursday, last week was another singer. Then I spoke to another author. I spoke to another person who brought change in their life. You know, I don't look at them and think, oh, it's the same as Rick. I think they are their own person. So that's where my niche is, is finding individuality in each person I speak to. And no doubt you as a person have come across many backgrounds, many people who have been different, not the same.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that's, you know, it's wonderful that you you're giving a form for people to share their story because that's what really connects us as individuals. That's what really connects us as a society are the stories. I mean, that's, that's what history is made of that. That's what, you know, what our days are made of. It's all about the stories. You know, you go out for the day and you come back and you tell your wife, Oh, this is what happened today, or this is what happened. You share all the stories. I mean, that that's what that's our life. You know, that's that's been, you know, all of recorded history is all about stories. And, you know, the more we can share our stories and our journeys with one another, then you know, I think that's what helps us to connect with with other people. And what better time? It's awesome that COVID is where you started this because what better time to connect with people when it's difficult to connect when they're, you know, either they can't leave or, you know, depending on where they are in the world, they're locked down or, and so, you know, it's a great way to, you know, to allow them to connect and to hear, you know, hear about them.
0: It's like, and I'll use my wife's example now. My wife likes social media. She's like me, loves everything, like Facebook, Twitter and everything. She got introduced by me last year to the app, which some people may say is controversial because obviously the way it was portrayed. But she got introduced to TikTok. Now she goes on TikTok. She has fun. She does random videos where she goes and says, "Oh, look at this! What do you you know?" She gives a little review, mm-hmm. but when she goes on to doing a live broadcast because she's reached a target of in life she doesn't go on there and says, look at, for example, look at this children. She goes on there and listens to people daily. She's there for people and I applaud her in that because that's her journey. She's helping people grow in her own selves spiritually that way and she's spiritually minded herself in the understanding that she does good for people. Now, she will be quick to admit this as well. You know, there have been people who've just walked away from her life when she's gained their trust. But that, that's a disheartening. It makes us a bit curious why they've done it, but it makes us stronger. So when she goes to the next live, 10 hours later, an hour later, you know, it's different. She's built on from that initial first live of the day. She's built every hour every day and every hour she's on it's different because you don't know who's going to be on it
1: yeah yeah that's great because there's so i'm sure she's helping many people and depending on what you know where they are in in their journey you know sometimes they'll stay sometimes they'll go and different things will happen but you never know what impact your work is going to have but just you you do it and that's why, like, I'm working on what I'm sure for you. You just you do it anyways, and even if it impacts just one person, then you you know you've or changes one life, then you've had an impact. And or if it just changes yourself, then you know that then it, it's it's worth doing. And so it's good to just continue and do things like that.
0: So, what does your wife and daughters think about you with your journey? Now you've written your book. Now you're doing spot. Spark- change you know are they still understanding you or they let you do it yourself and they have their input if they have to put it in
1: yeah it's um they are very supportive they're very supportive you know verbally to me and you know when i discuss everything with with them especially my wife especially my wife um and she she has a uh she's an exercise instructor. So she has a large following on social media. So she shares everything and, and she supports and, and shares everything that way. Um, and my daughter, my daughters as well. Um, I, it is, it has been something that I've been working on other than them sharing things that I've been working on myself. Now I will speak to them and ask them ideas. You know, what do you think of this idea? What do you think of that idea? Um, but it, it's, that's been one, I, I'll say limiting factor for me and growing it is just that it's I'm limited by my time and my ability to, to do things. And actually I feel very fortunate because I have uh, two interns that will be starting um, in the next month that will help me with some social media and some outreach to connect with different, with different people. And, um, and I, I I will be starting a podcast as well. The iceberg change podcast to, to give, you know, people, uh, a platform to share what they're, what they're all about, how they're sparking change to share, to share that. And so hopefully the, these interns will provide some help and, and, you know, I just keep growing and growing and growing. I, I'd like to grow it to where I have, you know, I have multiple people that I can employ and and that we're all, you know, supporting and working on, on the mission. Um, mm-hmm.
0: That's great. And another thing, I don't know if you heard of it. There's an app called Long Walks.
1: I'm not familiar.
0: It's a free to download app on Android and iOS, and that's me promoting it because I am a brand ambassador, so I'm allowed to do that. But that's a platform for people who want to explore certain store, you know, things. It will give you a scenario. It will say. Today I will and then you fill in a missing blank. Oh. And then every week it will collate together what you said and make like a story. Oh nice. So I've been a brand ambassador forum since last December. Originally I was just a you know regular contributor where I just shared randomly and then I saw they were looking for brand ambassadors. So being a brand ambassador for something like that is also a good thing. And I, I don't know if you would encourage it, but look for these things online. There is networks that will make you supported, feel like you've got something in life.
1: Yeah, I, I need to I need to look for more like that. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing that because I, I've been writing guest contributing for different websites. Um, like Life Hack or Thrive Global or The Good Men Project, or I, I I guess, you know, contribute for them. And so I do get some support through there. And, and I'll get comments on social media. Oh, this was inspiring or this video inspired me. And so that that is a great way to feel supported, you know, even if if the actual tasks or work I'm doing myself, I do get a lot of support from the outside world through my writing, through you know, messages, things, people that have been inspired by something I've said or written. Um, so those are the good ones. Those are the things that help keep you going. You know, that give you the the energy and the the drive to to continue to continue on. Um, and and then I, I I pray about it a lot to you know keep having the strength and the the inspiration to continue to to do the work I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but I, I it would be nice to have, you know, apps like that to to help me through the the journey and the support.
0: And I would encourage you when you do develop yourself to build an app to go with, you know, I spark myself because it'll be a way of releasing that people can be reached globally. It's not just a website then, it's something that people can interact with and it'd be easy accessible because, you know, today's age is no longer pen and paper or even looking at a computer. It's looking at a mobile phone. You're on the go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting you bring that up, David, because that's the next phase for iSpark change. So when from 2009 to 2012, I worked on building a social media platform about connecting people, you know, it was, it was in the earlier times of, of Facebook and all these social media well before, you know, TikTok existed, and all these things were even uh, thought. But my my platform was about connecting people and, and putting together the puzzle of each individual. And I I ran out of resources. You know, I, I had to put it on the shelf in 2012 after working on it for four years. But I realized when I had the idea for I Spark Change that that's the next version of iSpark Change. Like what you what you're mentioning, that's the next version. It, it would be a social media platform to connect people where, where I can connect all the people throughout the world, the groups, the organizations, the individuals, the clubs, the charities, connect all the people that are spreading positive change throughout the world and to connect them in a way that they can share resources, that they can, um, share time, that they can share ideas that, that this global, um, I was on another podcast and she called it, the host called it an angel network. And I really like that name, but a a global angel network of, of people and groups that, that support one another. And if you look at the, the top 100 social media platforms in the world that it doesn't exist, there's nothing like this right now. There's smaller versions, but, um, so that's the next version for iSpark Is You know, I'm, I'm, growing it now, the early phases to evolve into that that social media platform. So like you said, people can have the app, they can communicate, they, they can um, be a part of it, you know, very readily available.
0: And you said about it being the angel network. I can imagine it's all little white lights joining together, forming a bigger bright light, which is resemblance of an angel, because you know the angel is symbol of bright light and hope. And that's what I can see with how it is going to be for you, where it's going to be collating little lights together to make that brighter light for everyone to see. There is positive. There is light out there. It doesn't have to be doom and gloom, because I've worked in the media for, as well, and I'm always used to seeing doom and gloom, and I'm thinking, why does it have to be doom and gloom when it can be something really good?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's there's so much there's so much doom and gloom in the media, in the news, online, everywhere you look, that people have become geared towards that. They, they you know, they, they look for that and they, their feeds. It's all they see on their feeds. And, you know, there, there'll be the, the one positive article amidst 10 terrible articles and they won't you know, they, they, they'll they see all the others and they can't see or even the other way. There'll be one horrible one amidst 10 good ones and they just see the horrible one. Yeah. and. You know, I want it to be just all the all the positive, you know, all the good.
0: And understanding the news. I don't know if it's similar to it. Well, because I haven't followed much news since I've been in America. But you always get the depressing news where X did this, Y did that. And then it says, and finally, and I'm thinking, and finally, Okay, you said 10 to the dozen sad news. And you say, now I'm finally. And I'm thinking. Why can't they do something sad then, something to bring it back to being positive and do something sad again? Alternate instead of sad, sad, down, depressing, annoying, wanting to turn off the TV and then I'm fine. It's like I'm fine. It's like they had nothing else to think, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's me not being arrogant because don't get me wrong, most news broadcast channels are like that, but it's down, down depressing. I don't want to hear you. Turn you off. Let's watch something house and find me. That's what it sounds like constantly. And find me. And you think, oh, fine, it's fine. Now we can relax and listen to. It. Do you find that in the news? So, like you, I, I tend to avoid the news. <laughs> I tend
1: to, I tend to avoid it myself because it is so depressing and so down. And and I, you know, I, I, I. I keep myself educated. You know, I don't just uh, by all means, but I can, I can read something to stay educated, you know, know what's going on in, in the country and the world and everything without having to be bombarded from all sides with all the negativity and think that, you know, and, and make me think that that's my picture of the world. I, I want, I want to make my own picture of the world. I don't, I don't want someone else to give me their picture of the world and force it down my throat so I can piece together my own picture and, and see, you know, what's going on. And that way, um, as I, as I like to put it, I learned from one of my mentors that way I, I fill my glass with clean water. I'm never filling my glass with dirty water. You know, I'm never, never drinking the dirty water. It's just all clean, clean, uh, crystal clear water.
0: Now I get that. It's like behind me, You can tell it's a green screen when I move a certain way. Mm. The reality is, sometimes being natural is a better way. But for illustration purposes, you have to put on the illusion to make it look good. Now, it looks like I'm in the, I don't know if it's a new studio or if it's a chat studio, but the fact is, it's a positive way forward, I believe, where you've got to be strong. I want to carry on being strong I want you to carry on being strong I want you to build on your little baby I want that little baby to grow I don't know how many years it's been now but probably you still call your little projects your little baby because that is how I can see how you would treat it
1: yeah exactly and and it's I, I mean this is something I'll be working on till the day I die I'm sure I'm sure, but. I'll continue to work and continue to feed, you know, my baby and continue to work on it. And then hopefully I'll get others that want to help nurture it and grow it and, and support it. And, and then we'll just keep, keep plugging away.
0: So now you're talking about plug, plug about your site again and how people can be part of your journey, how they can be sharing their journey. Yeah, thank you. it's very
1: easy to, to find spark Change. it's just the letter I, spark change. And if you go on Facebook, we have a Facebook community that's growing very rapidly every day. We have new members in the Facebook community, um, have Instagram, spark change, uh Twitter. Um, I had to start a new LinkedIn, but you can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Rick Ornelas. Um, and then um, a YouTube channel, uh, as well the ice change youtube channel where there's some videos different podcasts i've been on and different videos that i've i've made as well and then our our website which is iSparkChange.com. and on icesparkchange you can see um, the mission of iSpark change you know to connect connect people spreading positive change and you can see other other videos um, about what we're working on and other, other projects that we're working on and different people that have joined Iceberg change. So individuals, some of the early individuals, some of the early groups, organizations, and, um, and there's, there is a, a blog. They can sign up to be, um, receive um, blogs and, and information, you know, as it comes out about I change and my, my hope is that, you know, the, the more people that we get to that uh, we can and there's more and there's information about the social media platform, but the, the bigger numbers we get to that we can uh, start that social media platform um, sooner than later and that we can really grow that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate you letting me let me share all that, because one of the biggest things for us is just to grow the community and to grow the community. We need more people to uh, To go to Ice spark Change and the book is on there too. I mean, you can go to Amazon and find Twelve Hours of Heaven: Lessons for a Better World, um, but there's there's links on Ice spark Change as well. Um, and there's there's TwelveHoursOfHeaven dot They can go to that too. The number twelve, and there's information on Ice spark Change there too. But um, lots of ways, <laughs> lots of ways to find IceSpark.
0: <laughs> One message you want to share with people now, visually as well as orderly, What would you say to them?
1: I would say to spark change, uh, whatever it is, and that any action from the tiniest, tiniest action, even if they think it, it doesn't really matter, that it does, that any any positive action has a ripple effect, um, and you never know what that may be. So you could be walking down the street, and you decide to smile at someone that you're you're passing by on the street and you never know the effect that that may have on that person that that could have been the lowest part of their day or their life and you by you smiling you've changed their day you've changed their life and so just to you know keep spreading positive change by you know by your actions like i said doesn't matter if they're tiny you know smile um uh, to any you know larger actions and, and keep sharing that with others and and that's how we will change the
0: world rick it's been a pleasure talking to you and i hope people will follow your platforms and hope they will spark change i hope you spark more changes in years to come because i can tell it's amazing i'm going to have a look myself when i can if not today, it will be this week. I know I will. I'll get around to it. <laughs> but thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for being part of the journey.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for uh, having me on the journey, uh, David, and I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. That was The Journey, hosted by Wise Words Imaging, hosted by David Hackett, produced by Melissa Hackett. Be sure to like, subscribe and listen to another journey coming soon.